1: Right now, you can get 20% off your PFF subscription if you use the code PFF20. What can you get with a PFF subscription? All of PFF's locked article content, fantasy football rankings and projections, data and grades from the entire 2021 season and upcoming 2022 season, and much more. Support PFF and use promo code PFF20 for 20% off your PFF subscription.
2: Time for 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman.
1: What is going on, faithful? It is absolutely. Incredible to be with you guys today. We've got some new information coming out from 49ers headquarters. We've got some uh, pretty exciting news that I'm going to break here. A couple things uh, excited about this show. But we're going to be detailing almost everything that has to do with the 49ers. Injuries. Who's in? Who's out? Who are the new developments? Replacing the injured players? Lots of different things like that. Excited to jump into it. And as always, man, if, if you have questions... May you throw those up in there. Uh, Let's see the questions in there, and if you tag me, that helps out for sure. We got Clayton, the man behind the scenes. He's going to be making sure today's show runs smoothly. Anytime he shows up, we know we got a good good show. Now, right off the bat, already got some roster moves coming our way, and it was one that, man, nobody saw coming. Defensive end Jordan Willis, who, if you remember – wasn't signed, then joined right after we made the Jimmy Ward move to IR. Um, he steps in and he has a knee issue, and it wasn't from the game, he played zero snaps, but through the warm-up and everything, he, he told the coaching staff, Hey guys, I've got a, a knee issue that I've had before in the past, and it just kind of got reaggravated. And last time it lingered. So they just said, you know what? We have a plethora. Um, are you sure you know what that means, El Guapo? Um it, it we have a plethora of defensive end talent. And so let's just move him to IR. So he's going to get a knee scope, get it cleaned up, deal with it before it's an issue, which vacates a spot. And now we got Kamiko Teray, who was number one on my power rankings um, episode where I went through and ranked everybody. So Kamiko Teray, congratulations. You are on the active roster. And again, you know, Jordan Willis played zero snaps last week. So it's not like zero special team snaps as well. And Kamiko is. Incredible! I thought he had the best preseason of any player on the 49ers offense, defense, any of those things. Uh, love seeing all the hashtag CCs in here. I love it, Countdown Crew. That is incredible, and I like that Mike uh, got my Three Amigos reference. I know not everybody here did, uh, and that's okay. Now, I will say this. I do want to say we did give away two tickets again to the 49ers-Seahawks game. Those have been claimed um and so uh, just want to let everybody know appreciate all the emails i didn't know i'd get so many emails i probably should have uh we just gave away two tickets last episode i got well over 40 emails uh which was awesome i i love the the feedback and i wish i could just give everybody free stuff all the time um but uh yeah anyway oh look at this coach cruz says happy birthday big guy that's right officially today i'm a man according to mike gundy um, which I, I'm excited about. That's right. I'm a man, I'm 40. Today is the birthday. That is correct. Uh, what's up, Long Island girl? How are we doing in here? Um, but anyway, so Jordan Willis is out, Kamiko Ture is in. Also, um, we also made a couple other moves. Willie Sneed, who we had during the preseason, he's back now on the practice squad. So again, building that depth at the wide receiver position and got another corner, Kerry Vincent Jr. on the practice squad. Now, yesterday, a couple moves were made after we went live. Man, shout out to Wayne Breezy. Good lord. He said it right here, live on the show. Um, 20 minutes before you know it happened. The 49ers should sign Marlon Mack. They brought him to the practice squad, which I thought was great. And we detailed this last night on our Patreon-only live show, which if you're a Patreon member, go check that out. That was a lot of fun with $40 come back. We do it every week. So if you want that extra live show and just a lot more one-on-one time and Q&A, yeah, we, we got Marlon Mack, which is awesome, which he already had a lot of ties to the $40 anyway. This hurts a little bit, so uh, bear with me right here. You go back to that 2017 draft, the very first John um, Lynch-Kyle head draft. They traded up. They traded up to go get him and what made it bad was uh, not to go get Marlon Mack. We traded up with the Colts to go get Joe Williams. Colts traded back. And with the pick that we swapped them, uh, there we go. With the pick that we swapped them, they took Marlon Mack. And so we had this switch of picks. Uh, we got Joe Williams. We definitely lost that trade big time. Turns out he just didn't want to play football uh, and they got Marlon Mack. So everything's come full circle. And sticking with that, we also signed Bay Area native offensive lineman Kith Ishmael, Ishmael to the practice squad. Offensive lineman, he was the 20-25th round pick who has ties to the 49ers as well. That's one of the picks that we gave up to Washington to get Trent Williams. And so we got him back. And he's also a San Diego State kid, which I think we have like 10 San Diego State players on our roster, Uh, 6'3", 3'10", played at Sacred Heart High School, uh, Sacred Heart Cathedral, apologies. So, a little bit of movement, which takes place all across the NFL, but with Elijah Mitchell out, with Jordan Willis going to IR, with those things this is kind of where we are, um, which is rough. And so, man, I love all the birthday wishes. You guys are the best. Uh, I just want to spend my day with you guys, man. Uh, This is awesome. So uh, glad to jump on here. I appreciate that. Um, Here we go. Pete says, so we cut Willie Sneed. No team picks him up, so we sign him again. He's on our practice squad. So he is not on our active roster, um, but that is correct. We cut him to make room, and then we got him back, uh, which is best case for the 49ers. Let's be honest. If if that's the case, um Willie Sneed serves a role on this team. We have depth now at that position, that wide receiver position, especially with Malik Turner. Um, Danny Gray was a healthy scratch last week, which with the rain, you know, they decided you know what, we're just gonna focus on special teams and defense. Didn't pan out that way. Now let's let's transition a little bit. Let's go with the week two. Injury Report. We're going to start with Kyle Shanahan, and then we'll break it down.
2: Practice today. Brunskill and Kittle won't practice. Um, same deal from last week. Um, Trent Williams um, is not practicing, but just a vet day for him. And Greenlaw will be limited. Same deal from last week.
1: Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into a 1000 So really no new issues. Um, I was really hoping we would get Kittle out there today in a blue contact jersey. Didn't seem like that would be, uh, has happened. So that's bad news. Uh, Brunskill, I think, has zero chance to play this week. He had that setback. He's not coming back. I do expect, uh, I fully expect George Kittle to play this week. I I really, really do. Um, But again, when's he got to get back out there? Do they rest him? Today's Wednesday, we're recording this. Does he rest Thursday as well? And then come out on Friday, that Saturday practice, not worried about him knowing the playbook or any of those things, but you do want him getting some work. Oh, what's up, man? Appreciate the gift, bro. Bro Montana coming through in the clutch. He says, happy birthday, John. Send in an, ear be- an e-beer from the OC. What's up, man? I love it. Not too far away, my friend. Uh, not too far from Pasadena. Thank you, man. And I like the puppy and the the avatar as well. That is awesome. Um This is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it is the birthday. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate that. And shoot, look at that. Uh, As I say that, the mom is calling me. I got to answer this. I'm doing this on air. Hey, mom, I'm live on air. I'm going to call you right back. I love you very much. Uh, Thank you for the call. I can't wait to talk to you. Sorry. I got to go, though. Love you, mom. Don't be mad, please. (laughs) So that just happened. Uh, All right. Hopefully, I don't get in trouble. I don't want to get grounded on my birthday from mom. That would be bad news, Bears. Now. George Kittle, would he have made the difference in the game week one? I think he probably could have. You talk about that Croft overthrow, right? Which was a bad pass from Trey. He took full responsibility. Croft not near as fast as Kittle. Most tight ends aren't. Would he have hauled that one in? Maybe. Would the run blocking have been better? Croft was pretty damn good. Kittle's important, guys. He's really, really important. So you got to get him back. Thank you, Rafael. Appreciate that, my friend. Appreciate that. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, <laughs> like y'all saying, hi, Mom. I appreciate that also. It's rough. I, I think Brunskill still got time. And I will say this. You know, there's been a lot of takes out there for who's to blame, who's not to blame. If you follow us on Patreon and if you join us over there, we have finished all of our offensive and defensive breakdowns every single snap. Over two and a half hours of content already loaded up there. We just loaded the second half of the defense film. So let me just tell you right now. The offensive line, tackles were good, not great. Guards were better than the tackles. If you're talking Spencer Burford and Banks, they did have some inconsistencies. They did miss some blocks. It wasn't a great game, but they were better than the tackles. They were much more consistent in pass pro, actually, which is crazy. The center was by far the worst position on the field. So the biggest issue... You know, if you're looking for the offensive line, who the issue is, Jake Brindle was very bad. He had a very bad game. Maybe that's who Brunskill would take the place of. And so, Brindle, this is going to be a big game for him. He needs to come out and solidify that starting spot before, you know, uh, Brunskill does get healthy. Because if he doesn't, I'm telling you right now, if... Daniel Brunskill was fully healthy this week. He would be starting. That's how bad Brunskill played, and so think about all those plays where Trace escaping pressure and you know bouncing left or right. Almost all of those, not all, almost all of them were on Jake Prindle. I um, you know, if I just again, not that I like live and die by Pro Football Focus by any stretch, but he was twenty fifth out of thirty three centers. So uh, towards the back end, uh, there, there's no doubt about it. So he he's got to get that fixed. But all right, here we go. I said, yeah, I started this whole question. Who do I place the the blame on? One hundred percent the defense in the second half. Atrocious, man. Great first half. I mean, all world first half. They just could not get out of their way, and it was multiple guys, multiple guys, and the defensive line. Yeah, played bad second half. That's all there is to it. Eric Armstead, I thought probably had a, one of his worst games. In the past three years. It was a bad game from Eric Armstead. Very, very bad. Kinlaw looked great. One I kept getting questions. How did Kinlaw look before and after his ankle injury? There was one play on the goal line where they made the awesome stop where Javon Kinlaw got quadruple teamed and all four of the linemen were on the ground at the end of the play. He gave up zero space. He got pushed back, not at all. Literally a quadruple team. Um, is was going to get that play cut up for you guys, I'll show you. So Ken law still has the power, still played great. Did he play as well? He did beforehand. I don't know. He was playing like a madman beforehand, but he was still stout. He was still stout. Son Richway was incredible. Samson had his worst game as a 49er. I know he got that sack early, but man, there were several plays. Key plays, touchdown play was on him as well. The running play. So it's just, it's growing pains. Yeah. I'm with you, Pete. Um, th- those are going to be there. But whenever the strength of your team, whether you're looking at draft capital, whether you're looking at salary cap capital, or whether you're looking at roster spots capital, D-line's supposed to carry this team. And in a rainy road environment, I felt like they let up early. Whether that was because, you know, they, they were tired or the rain or whatever, terrible angles, Ketlin Justin Fields break, you know, contained. It was just bad. Um yeah, it, it, it's rough. It's rough. Um, so it, it. I'm frustrated, man. And yeah, there, there's the momentum was huge in this game. That Debo fumble, you could have crushed this game before they ever have a shot, but you walk into halftime only up 7-0 despite having three possessions inside the 30. I ain't going to do it, fam. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Now, let's go back and let's talk about these penalties and correcting them. Shanahan was asked, like, what are you going to do to make sure these penalties don't happen again? Because 12 penalties for 99 yards, four of them were bad calls. But again, that takes you down to eight penalties for probably 50 yards, uh, maybe 60 yards, still too much. But yeah, a lot of those were bad calls. Not all of them, though. Um, here's what Shanahan had to say on how they're correcting this issue. Just
2: being smarter. I mean, being when we go over all the penalties that we had, I think a few of them were definitely avoidable. Um But just trying to be more detailed in everything we do. Don't let anything slide. Um, Point everything out. Nothing different than usual. Um, I expect us to be a lot cleaner this week.
1: Expect us to be a lot cleaner this week. You can't be dirtier. It doesn't get more dirty than that. But it is a division game. It is at home. Um, It is supposed to rain. I think a 40% chance of rains out there, which is problematic. Uh, Now, let's talk about Trey Lance. I love Trey. You guys, if you've been here, you'd know we've been big on Trey for a long time. And Buck stops with him. Listen to this clip on just how he sees his responsibility and detailing all of his mistakes.
3: Only one touches the ball, other than the center, every single play. So uh, it's my decision most of the time, where the ball goes, uh, how it gets there, um, things like that, pre step getting us in the right play, getting us in the right call, whether it's run game, pass game. Uh, protections whatever it may be uh, so I make the most most of the decisions other than the, the play call with Kyle uh, so at the end of the day I mean I see it as there's there was always pretty much a better answer if I don't you know incomplete pass whatever there was always you know for me going back and watching the tape uh, there was always there's always an option or always a better answer um, unless you know it, we do make an explosive and I do make the right play uh, but ball placement little things like that that could have got us you know to third and two versus third and four you know little things like that um, But, yeah, going back and watch the tape, whether it's practice or game, uh, I feel like that's, like I said, where where I learn so much every single rep uh, because little things like that uh, can make all the difference, you know, in the long run, especially in a game like that.
1: Man, I think that's huge. Also huge. Ernest, making it for a live show. That's what I'm talking about, man. Appreciate you. Uh, I love that. And Trey did make a lot of really good plays. You know, I went through and count all the positive plays um, of him versus – uh, what's it called, the other quarterback, Justin Fields, I counted Justin Fields having five positive plays, five the entire game. I caught a Trey Lance. Uh, I got him at 17. And so now does that mean he played better overall? No, because those few j- good plays by Justin Fields were huge big plays, right? But, man, on a consistent basis, Trey Lance was much more accurate, better decisions and creating for his team. Team kind of let him down team kind of let him down. And a lot of those positive plays were running plays, which I don't like, um him taking all those hits, but man, listen to Trey talk about protecting himself. And this is a two-parter, but I think it's key because taking those hits, it
3: that's rough. It's going to mount up. Not bigger, faster, and stronger than pretty much everyone else. Um guys catch up a lot quicker. Guys, you know, spaces fill, guys close a lot faster. Um, And, you know, got to learn to protect myself just being in a different situation, knowing how how important it is for me to stay healthy.
1: You got to stay healthy. Now, the slides, right? We did see some plays where he did get down early, which is awesome, um, but not a lot because he was rushing for so many first downs. Six rushing first downs. But you can't take the football warrior out of the player. And I think that this is key because, yeah, there were a lot of big hits on Trey, which are worrisome, and they bother the hell out of me too but at the end of the day, you're not going to turn it over to your defense.
3: need to grow, there's always going to be, like I said, man, a million times, there's always going to be better decisions I can make. Uh, but on Sunday, I felt like I protected myself pretty well. Felt good for the most part. Maybe a couple I could have got down one step faster uh, or slashing, finding an edge and getting down. But uh, for the most part, I mean, when I'm running between the tackles and stuff like that or running on third down, I'm, I'm not ever going to slide um, and go fourth and two and just give up on the play and send our defense on the field if it's a situation like that.
1: He's a football player, and you got to understand, yeah, there's injuries in every single sport, uh, especially football, 100% injury rate, and, yeah, he's got to be injured. Uh, You got Jimmy Garoppolo back there at quarterback. That's a pretty damn good situation, but you got to win the damn game. You you cannot slide. You can't do the Cam Newton and back up, uh, not go for a fumble and make a business decision in the Super Bowl. You can't be that guy. Trey Lance ain't that guy. I'm glad he's not that guy. I want somebody that's going to go get it. I I think that's – I think it's a big deal. I I really, really do. Uh, Appreciate everybody with all the birthday wishes. Yeah. Um, Anyway, keep going. Now, I do want to say this. I am so excited about this. You are the first I've told anything. Next Tuesday um, at 12 – I'm going to be live on 49ers.com, which I'm really, really excited about doing a partnership with them and their supporters club. So I'm going to be live on 49ers.com, part of their supporters club series, which is going to be an absolute blast. And man, we're just going to do a live Q&A after week two. So you're going to be joining us noon pacific time on 49ers.com uh which is going to be a lot of fun i'm really excited you know we've been doing a lot of things with the 49ers kind of behind the scenes with all of our rush road trips and trying to build the community and so we're trying to take a step further where um, we bring everybody together uh, through there. And kind of the supporters club is designed on the players that can't maybe make it to all the home games that live outside of San Francisco and bring them together and build a community. That's what we're about, baby. Uh, That's what we are. So really excited to start working alongside and with the 49ers on that. And, you know, it's a testament to you guys. You know, we started this just over six years ago and just trying to build, you know, finding our spot, our niche. Yeah, uh, Forty ers fans are spoiled. There's so many great content creators. I, I think that's what I am. You know, I get asked all the time, like, what do I do? I don't know. Am I a YouTuber? Am I a podcaster? Am I a content creator? Uh, just a douchebag? I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I just I just want to bring people together, talk 49ers, and have fun. And it's pretty cool to see on the outside that people are starting to recognize what we have started to build, uh, which is fun. And also, got to throw this out. Shout out to my man, Eric. I don't know if you've been on our Instagram lately. Uh 49ers Rush Podcast. Go check it out. It is fire lately. Uh, we put our man Eric in charge of that and he is running with it. He is splicing videos, clips, putting all kinds of stuff on there, content. So if you haven't yet followed us on Instagram, I know it's been dormant in the past. That's my fault. I'm much more of a Twitter guy, but we are starting to expand. We got to get professional around here, baby. I'm 40. We got to pay these bills. <laughs> uh, but go check out our Instagram, 49ers Rush Podcast, if you haven't already. Man, it, it is top-notch. It's pretty great. So a uh, lot of the stuff on there. Um, Gary says, look at the tape on Geno Smith. No pocket presence and backs up under pressure. Bad recipe for a quarterback. Now, on our Patreon channel... Um, We are going to be having our scouting report. All-22 scouting report comes out tomorrow with 49ers rush cutback where we do go through the film. We do a full all-22 scouting report on the offense, defense, what to look for, scheme, all that stuff because Seattle's changed everything. It's not their prototypical cover three what we kind of do. They've changed it all. So we're going to be going through that. Um, And, yeah, Geno Smith came out red hot in that game, Monday Night Football game. But after those first couple drives, they did nothing. They really didn't do anything. Um, They just beneficiaries of a lot of mistakes. Again, I keep saying this the Broncos and 49ers basically had the same games um, and lost on the road to inferior teams because of the mistakes that they made. Uh, They beat themselves. They beat themselves. So I think that's, there we go. Yeah, you guys help me out. Thank you, Chrissy. She says, content creator slash event planner. What the hell is my job title? Can somebody tell me? I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I, I don't know what to get. So like when somebody asks like, okay, what is this 49ers rush? I don't even like using the term podcast too much because I feel like we're a lot more than that now. But uh, yeah, throw up in there. I'm curious what you guys think. Uh, we're supposed to call this thing. I don't, I don't know. Um, anyway, now let's talk about running backs because I think this is key. Elijah Mitchell, when Elijah Mitchell went out of the game, running game stalled outside of Trey Lance. Debo looked all right, but not great. Trey Lance looked great. Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, I'm probably a little lower on Jeff Wilson Jr. than most as far as running the ball, but he does everything else so damn well. And Kyle Shanahan kind of looted this because Jeff Wilson is going to be the running back one for all you fantasy people that are, you know, hoping one of those rookie running backs. I think eventually a rookie running back will take over, but not until they earn the trust, which they don't have. Listen to Kyle Shanahan
2: talk about Jeff Wilson Jr. Player. Anything that we ask him to do, he does, um, whether it's our third down back, whether it's playing a fullback role, um, you know, when our wideouts have the ball. Um, in the pass game and the run game, he's been a starter for us. And um Jeff's just he's a very reliable guy. Um when Jeff's healthy and able to stay fresh. Um, he can play at a high level, and he's one of the guys that we trust as much as anyone around here. Kyle One of the guys we
1: trust as much as anyone around here. I, I they love that guy. He spoke to the media a lot you know, during training camp. He's the oldest in the room. Now Marlon Mack is, but he's not technically in the room. He's practice squad, even though he's in the room. He's not in the room, if that makes sense. Um, and so, yeah, I, I fully do expect Jeff Wilson to be the guy. They're going to work in the rookies, though, TDP and Mason. There's no doubt about it, and they're going to have to earn it. We're going to detail that after a very quick word from our sponsor. <laughs> While the Chargers and Chiefs prepare to battle for the AFC West on Thursday night, prepare for your winning season at MyBookie. Some like to bet to earn, some want to bet to make it more exciting. Either way, MyBookie gives you the most for your money with a double deposit bonus. It's quick. If you put in $250 deposit, you get $500 in your account instantly, and you can use your funds to bet on as many games, contests, props as you want. All you have to do to claim your bonus, head to mybookie.ag and use promo code 49ERS. That's 49ers. Designed to add more excitement to the games and the sports you love. It's only week two of the NFL season, which means there's still plenty of time to get in on the action. So don't miss out. Head to mybookie.ag and use promo code 49ERS. All right. So uh, now I, I just saw this question, and I'm going to spend – again, we're going to have so much time um, to cover everything. <laughs> I love it. One says, we are counselors for NFL fans. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. Now, decal, I love this question. We're going to do several Seahawks episodes, but I just want to address this right off the top. Jamal Adams is out. Uh, Justin Simmons, the stud safety for the Broncos, he's out. He's on an IR2. And so you have the 49ers, you have the Seahawks, and you have the Broncos all missing their number one safety with us missing Jimmy Ward. I hate that man. Um, Justin Simmons, one of my favorite players in the NFL. Uh, Jamal Adams is not. And as D. Cal says, would you rather have Jamal Adams in the game this week to exploit him? Um, I don't want any injuries, but just from a football standpoint – Jamal Adams was replaced by Josh Jones, okay? Um, And just to kind of put this into perspective, he was a second-round pick out of NC State back in the day. But Josh Jones got 53 snaps. He had three missed tackles. He was targeted five times, allowed four catches. He played a really bad game. Uh, I'm just going to be honest with you. He's third-lowest-rated defender. He had a 42.3. I mean he was really, really bad and as opposed Jamal Adams was their second highest rated player um so it, it just it, Jamal Adams is better than Josh Jones. There's no question on that, but yeah, it's kind of where that is. It's where that is. uh what's up Jordan? I love it, man. Glad to see you in here brother. uh should have kept hasty. you're right. we should have who would you have let go besides him? That is always the question. It's easy to say Pete uh and I agree with you. so if we kept if we keep hasty who I wanted to keep. Who would you let go? So throw that up in the chat. Who should we have, you know, hindsight let go instead of him? Um, and yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I see this. We should have picked up Tart to be the vet. The uh, safety's worth the issue, man. Two of the top three rated players. Uh, Tallinowa was incredible. Tayshawn Gibson was great. He had that dropped interception. Other than that, man, Tayshawn Gibson was great. And Tart wants money. Tart has been out there saying he's only coming back for right price. He does not want a vet minimum deal, and he deserves more. But the Eagles decided they didn't. Niners decided no team in the NFL is out there. I like Tart, but he's wanting to be paid decent money. I'm not sure he's at that point. I'm kind of happy with the 49ers' safety situation currently without Jimmy Ward, to be honest with you. Um, But that's that's just me. Now, let's boomerang back to the running backs, the rookies. Jeff Wilson's got to be the guy. No doubt about that. I can I can scream from the mountaintops my love for Jordan Mason. If you, Kyle Shanahan loves Jeff Wilson Jr. because he does all the right things. He really really does pass protection, lead blocking, lined up, uh, third down back, all that stuff. We need explosiveness in the run game. That's what we need. Jeff Wilson Jr. averaged just over two yards per carry. Um, uh, not good. Not good. That's bad. We need explosiveness. And so, kid, I've said this several times this week. I'm going to keep screaming it. Go allow them to earn it. Last week, you told both of them, you know, TDP was a healthy scratch. Mason was just used on special teams. He didn't get one carry. He didn't get one offensive snap. You got to let them out there. You got to let them develop. They're they're peacocks. Let them fly. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Anyway, some people get that reference. You got to let them go. And I think that's huge. Now, two-part clip, and I think this is important. This is Kyle talking about both Ty Davis-Price and Jordan Mason.
2: Um, Both of them. I think they're very similar. Uh, They don't mess around. They get downhill. Um, Two types of styles that we need and that we like. Um, But there's a lot more to um, playing football with us than just running with the ball.
1: And that's the issue. You know, if – Anytime you see fantasy football or whatever, if you can't pass protect, if you don't know the audibles on who to pick up, if you don't know all those things, and, you know, when Debo's back there and it's two running backs, it's a lot. It's a lot easier to be a running back in a different system than Kyle Shanahan. You motion more than any other team. Everybody's all over the place. You got split out more than running backs on most other teams. You got to be able to know where to go. It's a lot. Now... This is what I think is the most important. Be a meritocracy back
2: there. For the most part. I and mean, that's what it was last week to see. You know, we knew it was just going to be special teams. Um, this week, we'll get a feel for them on these three days. Um, and then we'll go with the hot hand in the game. Let them earn it.
1: Let them earn it. We saw the eye test with Jordan Mason. TDP had some plays, not very consistent. Let them earn it. Let them earn it. That's all I got to say, man. I want to see him out there. I want to see him out there. I really want to see him out there. and just want to see what's going on. So, uh, and, you know, yeah, yeah, it's possible. Tannion says Jordan Mason might be a liability. We ain't seen it. We haven't seen it. We have not seen it. Unfortunately, we can't protect him anymore. Elijah Mitchell's gone. and going to be gone for at least seven more games. Can't just have Jeff Wilson and two and a half yards per carry out there. Now, maybe Jeff Wilson shows a little bit more explosiveness. That would be ideal. You want Jeff Wilson to win this just because of the consistency, the veteran presence, uh, the fact that he can do everything. But even if Jeff Wilson's incredible, you got to have another running back. We saw this last year. Yeah, Debo's going to get his carries. That's great. But that's five to eight carries. All right, cool. You got to get to 30. You got to get to 30. And you can't do that with Debo getting six carries, Trey Lance getting six carries. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. getting 20 carries is not ideal for anybody. Now, may And I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he goes out there and rushes 20 times for 200 yards. That'd be great. I just uh, <laughs> I don't see it in the cards. Um, I mean, he showed literally zero burst. He hits the hole hard. He goes right where he's supposed to go all the time. He's always falling forward, which I like man, at some point, you, you got to give the Young Bucks a try. You got to. And I hope that they prove themselves this week. I really, really do. And, yeah, ideally, Jeff Wilson would be the third down back if one of these Young Bucks, Tidy, Ty Davis Price, you, you got him in the third round to be the guy. Maybe he could show that. Uh, maybe he could show that. Maybe he could show that. So, Anyway, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. That was a lot of fun. Also, I do want to throw this out there. Ooh, shout out to my people in L.A. What's up, man? Soul Cal Worldwide, we've been working with them and so excited about this for our L.A. party. Man, we are going to be crushing it. We're pulling all stops for our L.A. 49ers Rush Road Trip. We're going to be at the Fountain. Um, in LA. And man, if you haven't been there, it's an incredible facility from 3 to 8 PM the night before special guests to be announced. And man, this, <laughs> I, I got to choose my words carefully here. We have a former player, former 49er, former 49er. Great coming out. There are a couple of things in the works, however, that um we, we got to be careful of with, we just got to be careful, but trust me, this is early bird price. you head to 40 hours rush road trip.com. I don't steer you wrong um, and I can't announce it just yet, but it's 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 done deal uh, money's exchanged in hands, all those things. But uh, sometimes there's media contracts involved and things like that that we got to be wary of. But we're locked in. Uh, Just can't announce it just yet. So I'm just warning everybody, again, how we do our Rush Road Trips. We try to do it at the lowest possible price to cover all of our fees. And then as we get close to the event, we kind of raise it just a little bit when we start to run out of space. So uh, if you've ever been to one of our $40 Rush Road Trip events, you're going to have a good time. Trust me. uh, Really excited about that L.A. event. All the local chapters are coming out. It's going to be A huge, very, very fun event. Trust me, you want to be a part of that. Now, that's going to do it for us today. A lot more content coming your way. And again, if you want to go back and catch every single offensive play, defensive play, special teams, I want to break down tomorrow and have that there. Um, plus, we have our scout team. That's coming there. We got our extra episode over there. Patreon, baby. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast. If you want some more, I want to say thank you to Clayton, the man behind the scenes, James W. 49ers George 365, our executive producers. That's going to do it. Appreciate all y'all. And until next time, stay strong, Faithful.